And we're live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because I like having a parasocial relationship with people across the country from me and all points in between. And it, it kind of works out good that way, you know, in, in overall lockdown ways and the internet and IRC and ICQ and, and, and AI, they're, they're all defunct. Some of them are defunct now. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage that sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble. You can find me pretty much everywhere under that name. S-H-U-J-I-N. Hi. This is not going to make a lot of sense to most of you out there, but uh, Joe, uh, here is my uh, 16 ounces dumb container for coffee. So that's uh, that we, we may explain that in a little bit. From the Midwest of the U.S., Bridget Fitch. Good evening. Good evening. I am not having coffee, but I am having some hot cocoa with some Jardelli uh, chocolate chips melted in there just for some extra chocolate. Oh, you bitch. <laughs> well, Hope some... you enough for the whole class. Yeah. Well, some got a whole pound bag of chips. Loved. Oh, <laughs> so we can go ahead and say that you're... No, no, I'm not... This is not... Shit, it's not a power of ten. All right, all right, you know what, whatever. Yes, I did bring enough to share, Joseph. I've got a whole pound bag of chips. So it's all that and a bag of chips. Yeah. That works. And obviously, as heard from just off to the right, Joey, good evening. We're uh, morning, actually, at this point. I forgot. <sighs> yeah, for me. Yeah. And for you. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I, I keep forgetting about that. Uh, tech is otherwise busy. He's being social, so... <laughs> whatever uh joseph is supposed to be joining us he let us know that he was running a little bit behind schedule so we'll have him popping in momentarily uh it's entirely possible that uh, dallin has decided you know what um i had a long night of djing so screw this noise it's perfectly fine oh yeah i know i know uh, if you want to if you want to bug him and remind him hey you know some of this has got to do with your people up north yeah, you you could you could go ahead and you could you know poke him just a little bit and say, um, were you gonna join us? Love to have you, but it's it's all good. In any case, hi everybody, it's good to be back with you. The show, of course, as always, recorded live over on YouTube. If you want to join us, you can of course you know chime in on the live chat. Stephanie, good to have you. And yeah, I I saw about the weather that was going kind of weird over there in the UK, and just it. It worried me because normally we don't hear about, you know, high winds in the British Isles. You know, consistent winds, rain, sure. I mean, somehow or other, you got to get the moss growing on the eaves and everything. But um, wind like that, that, that was a little on the weird side. So, uh, again, I know what you were saying that, you know, you're you're otherwise safe because of where you are, but still, it's... You know, one of those things kind of concern about just a little bit. Having yeah, grown up in an area force. where there are hurricanes, you know. Yeah, hurricane force winds, UK, I just usually don't see those two together. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, as somebody who grew up with um, three named hurricanes in his growing up youth on Long Island, 
Yeah, that's 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 not all kinds of fun. Enfilis, hi, you made it. So hi, good to see you. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those uh, it's gonna be one of those nights. We'll see. Uh, just to basically explain the the whole point about my sixteen ounce dumb tumbler over here. We got to we got to talking about uh, stuff last night during our Friday night show, and um, Dallin had brought up about the smart insulated um, coffee or beverage holders. And I'm trying to remember what the hell was the name of the brand. Do you remember what it was, Joe? Oh. It was over Not off the top was, of my head. Yeah, it was over at Ember. That's what it was. Uh over at Best Buy. And he was looking up the stuff and he's just like four hundred almost four hundred and fifty Canadian rubles. And it it has a, it has an induction charging plate, and it's a smart tumbler that'll keep up for three hours. It'll keep a consistent temperature for your coffee, and it's got an app that goes along with it. And we basically all came to the conclusion of the fact that it holds ten ounces is just ridiculous. Why? When you can have sixteen, and you know. You're not gonna you're not gonna drink it over the course of three hours, which is the battery time on the stupid thing, but yeah, you wanna you wanna go ahead and it's like why bother? I mean it's just Yeah. Too small. Yeah. Yeah. We we got to we, we got to talking about it. now let's see. It was let's see if I remember right. It was ten ounce, another one was twelve ounce, and another one was fourteen, if I remember correctly. And it all basically just came down to why. Just don't know why. This is going to sound really weird. I mean, you just threw me on a tangent of like a long time ago. I have no idea where this mug went to. But you know how on the maternity wards, they used to have like these 20 ounce insulated mugs that they would put ice in and things for the, you know, women. But okay. Yeah, it's, it was like 20 ounces, might have been 22 ounces. I mean, it was a big-ass mug, okay? Mm. And stayed very insulated. And the one that I had from when my uh, when I had my daughter, mm-hmm. I used to fill that sucker up with coffee, okay? Especially when I was still nursing. <laughs> because, you know, I was not getting much sleep. And so, you know, when I started working again and carried that thing around, people thought it was water, and they had worked with me for like a year and saw me pouring coffee into it and went, oh, my God, I thought that was water all this time. That was coffee. And I'm like, yeah, best mug ever. The Miss fl- that thing. The flagon with the dragon has the coffee with the caffeine. The vessel with the pestle has the brew that you can throw out the window because it's just water. Yeah. But it held like a half a pot of coffee and it kept it warm all day. It was awesome. It sounds like a plan. That's a cool thing. Anyway, so uh, don't know where Joseph is. He, he, well, he shows that he's around. It just popped on. Yeah, so he he should be joining us momentarily. That being the uh, case, oh, there you are. Yeah, good morning. Let me add you into everything. There we go. 
So, yes, from Paris, France, Joseph, you made it. Good morning to you. How are you? Good morning. Sorry, I'm a bit late. That's all right. I'm going to have to turn your audio up a little bit. Hold on. There we go. That should pretty well do it. And boom. So say hi to everybody again. Hello. That's a little bit better. I can, I can, I can, I can fuss with that a little bit if I have to. So everybody, thank you very much for being with us. And I will, uh, I will get along to everything here in uh, just a couple of seconds. I do want to make reference to one item before I go ahead and do my opening. Normally I would say it a little bit later in the show, but I have been, you know, keeping track of everything going on for Rafe Badawi, as you, anyone that's been listening to the show long enough knows full well. And they have been counting down on his official Twitter feed that his release should be coming eminently. According to three hours ago, as of the posting, uh, three hours previous to our recording tonight, they are claiming that he should be released in 10 days. So, hopefully, guardedly hopefully, we're waiting. However, being that he is still in prison, it has now been nine years, eight months, six days since Rafe was unjustly incarcerated for thought crime. Our hopes or thoughts are still with you and your family. We're still waiting for a lot of things to have happen, not the least of which is possibly being ferreted out of the country through some clandestine means. I would love for that to have happened, but, you know, um, piece at a time. Just get him the hell out of prison first. Sounds good? Mm. Sounds good. So, with five minutes on the clock, let me just go ahead and get your five-minute freestyle right now. This week, it's titled Rush. I know. I know. Bridget right now is just kind of going, oh, I didn't see that. Okay, cool. What are you going to talk about? Which which song is it going to be? No. No. And, and it's got nothing to do with Greek week at college and university pledge drives. No. No. It's been a year. It's been a year since Rush Limbaugh sloughed off his mortal coil, oversized that it would be, and finally joined the choir invisible. I try not to entertain myself with the thoughts that certain people have. The word that we're looking for here is um, ceased to be, have become medically stable. I believe the other technical term for it is But there are some people who have done a service to society by becoming non-existent any longer. The fact that this son of a bitch antagonized, berated, scoffed at, incited aggression against various different minority groups gives me pause to sit back and wonder 
am I a bad person for wanting this son of a bitch to perhaps suffer with throat cancer and esophageal problems and have his vocal cords need to be removed so that everything that he ever wanted to do with a microphone could just sit there mocking him every time he opened up his mouth and had to press a piece of technology to his throat in order for him to go ahead and be heard. I'm glad he's gone. I'm not happy that someone has died. I, I will tell you that. I had to tell someone this week, I don't hate people. I hate what they do. Yes, it's the whole Christian, don't hate the sinner, but hate the sin. Okay, you want to paint me with that brush? You know, that, that's fine. But if it was just a matter that there were just ideas, if there were just policies that they wanted to work with for the betterment in the long run. But no. All the things that he did for the LGBTQ plus minority alone were simply represent, reprehensible and representative of the character of the man. Yeah, I put the two words together in my head. He was a callous, unfeeling monster. I can't think of very many other ways to put it. His entire reason for doing what he did was for the money, for the advertising. To be able to have more people come in here and just give him more money so that he would rile up more people because more people arguing with him, that's more engagement on his show, which means there are more ears for the advertisers to get into. And it's all about the money. It's all about the greed. And he's not the only one that's been like this for a very long time. He's not going to be the last one either. These people don't deserve to have a platform where their position is to stir up hate, revulsion, and eventual harm to these people, these minorities, those who are most in need of assistance and safety. So Rush, from all of us to all of what's left of your decaying corpse, may you rot in absolute oblivion because heaven shouldn't ever want you and hell don't exist. And I'll bypass the entire thing and just use one for tonight. And by the way, Rush, fuck you. And um, Getty Lee approves this message. I'll take that. Episode 396 on the docket, Your Honor. Tell us you're in a cult without telling us you're in a 
cult, you should have taken a quick look at the news article that was linked earlier in the show notes. And kind of have to, in a sideways way, thank Bridget for this, because she went ahead and had uh, told us previously, you should be really watching Angry Staffer. All right, you know what? Sure, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll follow him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Angry Staffer is good to be listening to. Um, yeah. And were it not for that account, I probably wouldn't have seen that particular news article that came through where there are a pair of almost 40-year-old parents who are not going to see their nine-year-old kid in palliative care because they refuse to get the vaccination for COVID. And as somebody put it, I would move heaven and earth to be there for my kid. I wouldn't care what it would take, but I would be there. And apparently some of these people think no. So we're going to use that as a stepping stone and we're going to launch off of it. And we're going to find out a little bit more about what it's like being in these, what we think looking from the outside with some of these cult people have been doing what they've been saying. And maybe we'll have some kind of ideas to maybe how we can get through to some of them. But before we get to that, we got the horrible scopes to get to. So you guys going to be good for that. Roll a day four or. Uh, no, we'll just go in our usual way. And, um, Felix. Uh, I, I do want to address that really quickly. Felix had said, and in response to my whole thing with Rush, he was not the only monster. He was just the voice. True. But he was a voice that had reach and did not use that power responsibly. And if I word that any differently, I'm going to get a cease and desist letter from Disney. Nobody needs that right now. So we'll have a, we'll have a good laugh at that one. So let's get it rolling. So folks, it is time for your horrible scopes for this week. Remember, if you know what your astrological sign is, Alfinachi is not a recognized astrological sign. There's a story behind that. We'll talk about it later. So you can roll a D12 for yourself or copy off of somebody else's homework. It doesn't really much matter. Let me get you rolling over here and good luck. Aries, that unique one-of-a-kind chocolate form you were given for Valentine's Day was kind of disturbing, but you only know half the story here. Think of the poor chocolatier and their staff that had to entertain the idea in the first place. Dump your current someone special and ask to date that incredibly professional chocolate wizard ASAP. If you're wondering what it was, you're better off not knowing. Trust us. Bridget, over to you. I, I know that. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah, those are real. Um, mm -hmm. Taurus. 
Making an ice cream sundae for one isn't that bad. Get all the good ingredients and make your own whipped cream from heavy cream and confectioner sugar. It's a simple ratio. One pint of cream to one-fourth cup of confectioner sugar. But you bought a half pint of cream. So now you need one-eighth a cup, which is a stupid measurement. Nobody sells a one-eighth cup measure. This is just a stupid Valentine's Day is stupid. It'd be better if we just celebrated it in more traditional ways and just shot people with bows and arrows? That's... Jeez, man, you okay? Oh, sure. Uh, now that I figured out when it kept is two tablespoons, I am. This imperial measurement shit is just absurd. Yeah, it is. Joe? Uh, Gemini, <clears throat> one nice bribe coming up for you. Somewhere deep in your collection of stuff, you have an Apple Power Macintosh 6100-60. There's someone on eBay who really wants the monitor cable for it. Play your cards right. You'll sell them that cable plus a handspring visor, USB dock, and a folding keyboard for it. It'll be nice to have some extra cash for a change, won't it? Cancer Moonchild. We warned you about trying to wire up a 2400 AAA battery pack to your car. We told you it would only work once, right? Well, it did, as a self-contained heating unit. State Farm won't be there for this one. Nationwide is it on your side this time, and Prudential's rock is just going to get dropped in that flaming wreck. Can we interest you in a lime green 1977 AMC Gremlin with the blue racing stripes? I would really like to know what that would smell like. No, you wouldn't. No, no, oh. I, I, I probably wouldn't. Old oh, cheese. <laughs> Leo, imagine this. You're visiting New York City with your family. It's raining. You got a great big golf umbrella keeping the rain off you and your family while you're waiting for the street light to change so you can cross the road. Suddenly, out of nowhere, someone walks up next to you, grabs your umbrella shaft, shoves it down, and narrowly intercepts the water being splashed by a taxi in front of y'all. They lift it back up again, give you a nod, and continue walking, getting lost in the crowd as you watch. There's your creative writing cue, Leo. We're expecting a good story out of you next week. Ooh, that was good. Actually, the funny part of it is that was supposed that was from a thread where uh, people were prompted, "What is the most New York City thing you have ever seen while living in New York City?" And this exact thing is something that came up. I I changed the wording on it because I rewrote it, but it was just. I could absolutely see it's just you know, freaking tourists. Okay, you're going to get dumped on. All right, let's stop it from happening. There you go. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Like, <laughs> I felt so good. Argo, we're running behind schedule, so uh, your tires need to have the air rotated. Drain them and reinflate them with the current piece being air. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Pre-spring air per the manufacturer's instruction manual, which you've never read. Libra, all that coffee you've been drinking still has another use at night. Spread the grounds in a shallow tray and dry them out for your coaster or in your toaster oven at 150 degrees uh, Celsius or 300 degrees Fahrenheit. The smell of re-roasting coffee beans in your house is soothing. After they're all dried out, save them for your spring planting, or make coffee-scented candles and spread them on or spread them on icy walkways. Or you know. Maybe just ease off all the coffee drinking, huh? Nope. Don't worry. I don't believe it either. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Scorpio. Not only can't you tell the difference between student a student-sized guitar and a mandolin, but you can't tell the difference between a C-flat and an F-flat kazoo. Seriously. Just give up in your midlife crisis musical career hopes. You're just not ready. I want to manufacture and sell a line of F-flat and C-flat kazoos just to see them take off. I would love to see the sales on that. Sagittarius, we've got good news and bad news for you this week. The bad news is share is currently 75 years old, so old enough to be someone's grandmother, possibly even yours. The good news is she's single and ready to mingle. Her last boyfriend was Ron Zimmerman over 10 years ago. Her last boyfriend 10 years ago. So why is this good news? He doesn't have a Wikipedia entry either, so go for it. It's not like he could be any worse than Richie Sambora, Rob Camilletti, Tom Cruise, Val Kilmer, uh, Les Dudek, Gene Simmons. Please, oh please, just don't be worse than Gene Simmons. She dated Gene Simmons. I can't believe she dated Gene Simmons. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, Capricorn. Not all heroes wear capes. Not all cats have a superiority complex. Not all rainbows have a pot of gold at the bottom. And not all nightmares will come true. You won't be writing your trig homework on the blackboard while naked. Unless you're a physics professor having a weird 40-year-old delayed acid flashback. And if that's the case, congratulations on losing all that weight. Yeah, I was trying to remember all the all the all the all the stuff from from dropping acid that that gets housed in the in the fat cells and comes out eventually. Is, isn't that it? Or am I thinking of the wrong drugs? Because I never did I never did any of the drugs. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't I really know. don't do drugs either. So I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm at Joe. Aquarius, your Chinese fortune cookie fortune says. <clears throat> You should be able to undertake and complete anything. Meaning your ancestors had such high hopes for you. Had. And your lucky numbers are 36H, 
25. 47. Guys, are these lottery numbers or what the kids today call dump truck measurements? <laughs> Pisces. Ah, we'll look, we'll look that up on Urban Dictionary after the show. And finally, Pisces, have you remembered to water your indoor plants this week? We note that there's a few of you out there that that have, but only because it was trying it was crying at night. You're not crazy. You just have some really screwed up dreams. It's the ones that hear it crying in the daytime that scare us. And those are your horrible scopes for this week. Remember, if you like what you got, you probably bribed me. Uh, or I'm just not trying hard enough. But if you'd like to bribe me, you can simply ask. Let me know which sign and which way to go. And I'll, I'll see what the stars have to say about it. Preferably without any C4 involved this time. There was no C4 involved this one. So I'm, I'm just I'm covering all bases here. Thermite, C4, whatever. It's all good. It's winter. We need something to warm up with. Whatever. I'm going I'm to go with that. Hmm. So, this news story. I'm kind of sorry that Dallin's not with us because uh, a good portion of this news story came out of the news reporting for the folks who are – um. How can I best put this? Disrupting things on the Canadian side of the border because they've got beef with the government, having kids be wearing masks and everybody else needing to wear masks and people shouldn't need to have stuff stuck in their arms to jumpstart their immune system and, and you know – um it's child abuse to make them have to wear a mask in school. So they've decided that they were going to bring their kids on these protests and stack them too deep in front of themselves between them and the police. Cause yeah, that's, that's, that's not child abuse. So between that, the parents that don't want to get vaccinated because reasons and their nine-year-old kid let's remind you nine years old in palliative care they can't visit and they can't be there with the little one because they refuse to get vaccinated and like i said as a parent I would move heaven and earth one way or another if my kid needed me like that. Ain't no way, ain't no how. Nothing would stop me. I need to get an injection? Give me the damn thing. I'll do it now. Where do, where do you need it? You want it in my butt? It's going to be hard for me to twist that way. I might pop my, my back again, but you know what? Whatever. Fine. Whatever. And... Personally, I don't get it, but it was one of those news stories where it was just, this is pissing me off, and this is right up our alley, and 
I think it's worthwhile going ahead and having a little bit of chat with this one. So, where would anybody like to begin at this point? Because I'm trying really hard not to go ahead and just curse a mile-wide streak at these parents who probably richly deserve it. Well, I don't think that you're the only one. I mean, for what it for what it's worth, that story even got traction on like uh, Tom Hartman's show, and he even can't understand it. You know how parents would you know abandon their kid, you know, dying. And say, oh, well, it's so unfair that I can't go see my kid because of this government because they're making me get some, you know, vaccine. And it's not fair. And, you know, it's it's like, well, what about the other kids that are in the hospital as well? You know, there are reasons why you can't come in because you don't want to give them COVID. Even if they kept you separate from anybody else that might be immunocompromised, there's no way of knowing that you don't accidentally give it to another healthcare worker who is then a new vector that's going to go who only knows where and deliver it everywhere else. Has nobody else played the computer game or the flash game? What the hell was it called? Infection? Virus? I forget what the hell it was. Pandemic. Pandemic, yeah. Yeah. It just, uh, you know, you're my, I mean, nobody's forcing you to abandon your kid. You're choosing to do that. Yeah. And that's all that is. It's a choice and you're choosing and you're using that as propaganda. What hurts me about this a lot too, is that I also see echoes of that with the parents who have effectively done the same thing. I'm saying effectively, it's not exactly the same thing, but effectively done a very similar thing with kids who are, who who come out to them as part of the LGBTQ community. And suddenly they are just like, that's wonderful. I hope that you have a wonderful life and enjoy your time in hell. You're kicked out. Goodbye. 16, we don't care. Bye. Here's all your stuff. And before anybody goes ahead and is just like, oh, come on, isn't that just a little hyperbolic? Uh, I wish. But there are reports of exactly that kind of thing happening. And it is far and away more likely to have happen in religious groups as their reason for doing it more than any other demographic Well, I mean, that's why you have so many nonprofit, uh, you know, groups and, you know, unaffiliated and atheist communities, you know, is to help kids like that who do end up, you know, getting kicked out of the house and things like that were coming out. Yeah. There's a need for it or else there wouldn't be foundations for it. Yeah. I wish, I wish I could single-handedly do that. I wish. I had the funds to be able to do that. I mean, a, a, a wonderful thing that I had thought, wouldn't it be great to be able to take these old strip malls or, or smaller malls 
and buy them and turn them into housing, it wouldn't be too terribly difficult. And while this is something that's been done to a minor degree, there's already areas for food prep. I mean, that wouldn't be so bad. Everybody help out. But again, you know, that's that's a sideways piece of it all. Anyway. Now, part of the reason why uh, uh, a good portion of this is not just the kid and these parents, but because there are a couple of other situations where this gets far broader. Uh, like I said, the kids who come out in the LGBTQ uh, community. And let's face it, there are various religious groups where if you stray from the tenants, you're kicked out and that's it for you. You're done. Bye-bye. You get cut off from everybody and everyone that you had as part of your social and familial community. Uh, oh crap. Um, what was it that Witchy called it? Uh, with the, uh, 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 shit. I have no idea. With, the, uh, disfellowship. That's yeah. what it was. Well, I mean, you see this with, you know, Mormon boys too. You know, they're the, you know, the LDS, the, actually the fundamentalist sex of the LDS. If they're not in the power structure, you know, they get kicked out young, like 12, 14 years old. Yeah. And they have nobody. Yeah. Kind of like the, uh, kind of like the, the lion cubs being kicked out of the pride because uh, Big Daddy Alpha can't have, you know, young up and coming youngster in there. Got to kick him away and. You know, keep all the call, keep all the women folk for himself. Uh, Stephanie, by the way, had said even sweeter would be uh, to take abandoned churches and use them for those that need the help and support. I am absolutely on board yeah. with that. Uh, I I just want to add this one to it. When my wife and I were looking for places to to buy as a house before we built this one, one of the places that we were looking at. Seriously, was a church that had a, a, a the hell was it called a rectory, a, a living house to you know to go along with it for 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 whatever, and we thought it would have been absolutely the greatest thing if we had bought that, renovated the church portion to be able to be rented out for goth weddings redo it maybe try to find a way of setting it up for you know goth themed uh music to be played which would have been a challenge all into itself but that's a whole other thing um we kind of abandoned the idea partly because it, it was a nice idea but i don't think we can really do it uh, plus what we were thinking about doing would have been in a rather um slightly snobbier area on, on the north side of Buffalo. And we kind of thought, yeah, that might not work out. But um, I, I, I like that idea. 
I like that idea a lot. I mean, that is, that is a lot of property that is out there. And abandoned churches, uh, those are only going to keep, um, the, the number of them is only going to keep growing at this rate. And I couldn't be happier because it means you don't need nearly as many because there aren't so many people filling it up. Funny yeah. how that works. I've even seen that or heard, well, not seen it because I don't go, quote unquote, back home very often if I can help it. But, you know, have have heard of this happening to um, some of the churches of Christ buildings that used to be around my old stoppy grounds um, end up losing so much membership that they could no longer afford the rent and, you know, had to close. And it's like, oh, that's bad. Not. You know, but it's it's hard to keep buildings open if you only have like six or seven people left. That gives me hope. Yeah. Yeah, especially the ones out in the much more resi- uh, rural areas. Because Lord knows that that keeps happening. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I'm talking, oh, I'm yeah, talking the, like the, in, in Memphis. Yeah. Of all places. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. And uh, Phyllis, um, restaurant. Yeah, we we actually thought about that a, a couple of times too. Uh, obviously, that never happened, but it is what it is. <sighs> uh, related to this, you know, Canadian thing that we're talking about, there was also, um, you know, a TikTok video that was making the rounds on Twitter that you know she turned and I saw earlier that was just spot on. Um, you know, but it was it was a rant about. You know, a guy going into full dad mode up there and clicking on people who were saying that, you know, wearing masks was child abuse and all this other stuff. And he's like, you know, what about these kids with cherry cans of gasoline strapped on their backs and, you know, lined up to uh, act as shields for, you know, against police in case they break out pepper spray or whatever. And then uh, causing hearing loss from, you know, nonstop air horns, you know, 24 hours a day for days on end. You know, why is that not child abuse? And he's spot on. Yep. And the kids hanging around all these uh, idling diesel trucks, that that yeah. can't exactly be real good for, for you. We, I mean, you know, CPS, especially if they're Americans, which I suspect a lot of them are. I don't think they're all Canadians. Oh, they're, they're not. Um, they're not. I mean, money is is coming from you know down here to up there for sure. Plus, you know, some other sketchy sources. But if they identify those as uh, you know American citizens and children, then I think CPS ought to come in and uh, intervene because those children are in danger. Yeah, it's having parents that would do that—that's dangerous. Now, Ralphie, what did you learn in school today? <laughs> Joseph, you're you're trying to say? I uh, just needed a reminder. What is CPS? So, Child Protective Services. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, Joe, you might know a little bit better than uh, most of the rest of us. Uh, what are the overall thoughts uh, for yourself in in whatever capacity you'd like to go with uh, the idea of having children in front of adults between 
the adults and any kind of law enforcement organizations. That's usually viewed very poorly, the last I remembered. Yeah. 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 Um. Based on my background with it, I don't want to go into too much detail, but, um. Correct. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fair enough. Um. I'm thinking in terms of um, less civil, more military uh, questions. So for anybody that's kind of wondering, uh, where, where's Shu kind of going with this? No, he's not really going where I think, yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Because this is really straddling the line of that. And that is frowned on for a very, very good goddamned reason. Kind of the same reason why, uh, you know, we don't, we don't go after animals in wartime, or at least it used to be that you, you wouldn't necessarily, we have, um, statues as commemoration to animals that survived wars. No, we're not talking about a war in this particular case, but when the defecation hits the ventilation, we still have innocence in the middle of the whole damn thing, and that's going to be a bad moment no matter what. And nobody wants that. Or at the very least, the adults that are there shouldn't want that. I'm sorry. Felix has is, is got a thing of the Arlo Guthrie reference. I am not getting the reference right now, but okay. I'll figure it out later. Figure it out later. Anyway. So, yeah. The the stuff that's been going on over uh, on the Canadian side has not been um, really, really a fun thing to, to watch. Although, although, and... Uh, Joseph, I don't know if you had heard about this. Uh, are you familiar with the gentleman? Uh, I use the term slightly loosely. Mike Lindell. Mm, nope, haven't heard of him. Okay. Oh, uh, the bike pillow guy. Yes. Oh, the the bike pillow guy. Mike. Mike. As in Michael. Oh, Mike His- Lindell that sells the my pillows. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, well. he's he's been um, he's been very much of the. Uh, uh, push everything to do with the big lie, uh, supporting Trump left, right, and center, and, and screaming, and definitely looking like he's got, like, anti-aging uh, bondo scraped all over his face. Uh, I don't quite know how else to describe him. So he, he does he does look like a bite pillow. He... Well, he's been nicknamed Mike Pillow mm-hmm. instead of yeah. My Pillow, and his name is Mike Lindell. But uh, yeah, he's he's all upset now because he was going to, you know, donate. I think try to actually drive him, move them himself, ten thousand pillows across the border to help out with this, and and uh, was denied entry, and he's all upset about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like we just cannot make this stuff up. And that gets even better. 
because he was going to uh, give out, as we said, you know, 10,000 pillows for these people. I still don't know why. I mean, if it was a matter that he was trying to deliver them for um, the wholesale market so that they could get sales, so that he could effectively get money to these guys in a backwards kind of way, I mean, there are more efficient ways of doing it. If it was a matter that he was trying to give them pillows so that they could sleep, ah, really stupid. But what became so great and wonderful for me was that he was denied entry at the Canadian border because he is both unvaccinated and did not have a proper COVID test before he got there because he refused. The reason why this is funny is that there is no way that he comes out of any of that looking good because if he had a test that would go ahead and say one way or the other, if you know he was infected already, it would also scream to the fact that he actually does believe that it is a medical thing and he had to go ahead and do it, get the test, I mean. And if it were a matter that he was allowed because he had the he had uh, vaccination records, well, that would completely blow his whole thing about, you know, he's completely against these vaccinations. And the Canadian government could have just said, yeah, you've got uh, you've got all the information. You've got a test. You've got vaccination records. Uh, we just don't like you. So uh, go piss off down the south. There's no way that he ends up being good in any of these situations, and I find it wonderful personally. Yeah. Should we say go piss on a pillow? Um, sure, you can. Go ahead and say it again. I don't care. That's... Yeah, I've heard, I've heard reference to this guy everywhere, but um, how is he important in American politics? uh wow good question yeah he has a lot of money he's buddy buddies with the former guy yeah Um, and was in on the discussions of the attempted coup yep he claimed left right and center that he had all this all this uh electronic data Gigs and gigs of data that would show the voting information of how things went wrong. And he charged, I think it was $5,000 a person to come to his symposium so that he could display it all and show it all. And people who were actually in the electronics know some of them went and looked at the information and came out of it and basically said, no, no, there, there, there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing here. This guy's just blowing smoke. We knew it. We knew it. But you know what? The network was paying me the money to go ahead and come into this thing and give my expert opinion. And well, there we are. Um, He's about as important to... uh. He's about as important in U.S. politics, kind of the same way that Tom Arnold was famous because 
he was famous. And these days, some people are going, wait, Tom Arnold, why does that name sound familiar? Yeah, kind of the same way that, you know, you might still remember, you know, having, you know, two weeks of, of pneumonia in the hospital. You kind of remember it like a fever dream, but you don't really remember it. Yet Tom Arnold at one point was famous because he was famous. That was literally the only reason why he was famous. Mike Lindell is kind of in the same the same pot right now. So he's famous because he's famous. Yeah. He made a name for himself. He came out there. He's yelling and screaming with a microphone. He's just stirring up the people, trying to get uh, trying to get as much money as he can while he can. Oh. People only really knew who he was anyway because, you know, he bought a ton of ad time on Fox selling his pillows. Yep. And even Rush Limbaugh ran, you know, ads for my pillow from this guy. So, you know, in the in the troposphere in the in the Fox News arena, everybody knows who he is because of his stupid commercials. So, um so yeah, he ended up being buddy buddy with uh, Trump and you know, I guess had the guy on speed dial and stuff like that, and he was consulted when all the shenanigans were going down with the, you know, this. I mean, let's call it what it was. It was a a genuine coup attempt. Yep. Okay. So that now, <clears throat> now that he's on the the forefront, he's been accepted as uh, by the Trump followers as a, a leader decider. And now that he's there, he's going to stay probably until. Oh, yes, but a higher up says otherwise. Well, yes. If if Trump throws him under the bus, he's probably going to be ignored by Trump followers. You know, it's funny you say that because there's a lot of people being thrown under the bus now. Yeah, Yeah, but some of them are throwing Trump under the bus now, though. Yeah, and Trump doesn't, if I heard correctly, Trump uh, himself, he has to give uh, under oath the testimony this week. No. Mm-hmm. I don't remember and, when, but yeah, that's, his, that's coming. That's like within the next 15 days as of like three days ago. Okay. And his attorneys have already come out and said that he will be pleading the fifth and has been advised oh, yeah. to plead the fifth because that guy cannot tell the truth under oath. To save that, his life. Well, I'm I'm gonna because his son. Uh, I read an article about his son being um, uh, questioned about something under oath, and he he pled the fifth like 500 times. I wonder if Trump is gonna outdo that. Probably. You know, I the, think there's an over under bet. <laughs> yeah, I think the best thing that they could possibly do. When they get him in for questioning, is to not just get yes or no questions to him, but to have some additional phrasing in there that's intentionally designed to get under his fingernails so that eventually he pops and yells something absolutely incriminating on the record. I would very much like to see that. 
think it will already happen, Shaitan, and I say that because uh, he ended up ranting and railing about when his uh, financial, uh, his accountancy firm dumped him or broke up with him on Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. And he immediately oh. put out that public statement that said that they were wrong and he was worth so much more than what they said and blah, 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 blah. He's and always that game, though. Oh, yeah. He did, but then immediately there was notification that, you know, thank you for providing this little statement, and the, you know, Attorney General of New York has this now and has submitted it as evidence against you. Thanks. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. And as soon as that was pulled for evidence and dropped into the docs, I was like, Yes! It's it's Ooh. almost too bad that he doesn't have his he doesn't still have his Twitter account because he would be just incriminating himself left and right now. Oh, he's 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 still managing it, Joe. I heard you chime it in there. Uh, that was me yawning. Actually. Ah. Okay. I think one of the things uh, about this that's interesting and kind of funny to me is that the tops of these cults. They have a real, real bad tendency with vanity. And and this is somebody who has joked quite a bit about having a certain amount of needing, I guess is probably the better word for it, need a certain amount of vanity to do this kind of thing and to do the radio streams and and you know you know kind of be somewhat out visibly. And I try to say that with, you know, with, without sounding like I'm really full of myself. My name has been out in certain specific circles for a very long time. And I would like to think that I've garnered a certain amount of – I'm not quite sure what the right word is for it, but a, a certain amount of street cred. Let's just go with that. Me, I am not the type of person to, you know, hold it against somebody if if the answer comes back of Shujin Tribble, who's that? That that wouldn't bother me. Somebody wants to go ahead and badmouth me, I mean <laughs> okay. You know, say what you want. I'd know what I what I am, who I've been, and I know that there are dozens of people that know otherwise. So, you know, whatever. But there are a lot of people who are at, like the tops of these organizations who their personality, their vanity is so fragile, it just will not allow them to see where they really are. And yeah, most assuredly, Trump is definitely one of those personalities right now. But it goes to so many others. Like I said, you know, the, the people who have been, and I'm using the scare quotes because it's necessary, protesting up there on, on the Canadian side, uh, other religious organizations, other cults of whatever, multi-level marketing groups I would like to lump in there, but, you know, they tend to be at the tops. They tend to know that they're pulling a fast one on everybody, so they don't really qualify the same way. A certain level down, there are people who are just like, what can you do? 
No, I'm not buying Mary Kay anytime soon. Thank you for asking. I appreciate it. They never have the right shade for my lips. I don't know why. You can smile at that anytime you like. Thank you very much. But these, uh, bring it back to these, uh, these supposed protesters, though. I still got a problem with them. I don't have a problem with people protesting. I don't even have a problem with people protesting in a way that causes inconvenience for people. I do have a problem with people who are, um, I believe the expression I'm looking for is acting in bad faith. And I really, really, truly feel like these people in particular are because they can't see anything beyond their, their little fiefdom of that they've carved out for themselves. Like I said, these parents in particular who just don't want to go see their kid. And I absolutely cannot fathom this. Let's backtrack it just a little bit. Joseph, I haven't been, uh, I haven't been keeping track as to what's been going on, uh, over in France, but I do remember that you guys had had uh, some months back, there were a lot of protests about, uh, everything that had been going on for COVID lockdowns and, and, and mask mandates and all, all that happy stuff. What, how has it been over the last couple of weeks? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming that I haven't heard anything that there's not been super widespread, nasty protests of anything. No, just last week there were uh, um, a few strikes. Well, there's been some rail strikes recently, um, but that's about it. I think the, the COVID stuff is over. But I am happy to see the numbers going way, 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 way down. They're dropping just as fast as they rose. So that's, you know, that's good to hear. I'm sorry I can't say the same over here right now. Really like that to be the case. Why are the numbers going up there? They're, we don't know. They're, the numbers are hard to come by right now. Because there are no longer, um, there, there is no longer a federal level, keep us up to date, keep the, the public up to date on a daily basis kind of thing. It's much more haphazard state all state. over the place. Sorry? A state by state? Not well, even. Some states are saying that they're no longer reporting numbers. What? Yeah. Yeah, so it comes down to counties or even localities giving out information to their respective counties or localities. If they want to. If they want to. Yeah, so like uh, certain states are becoming like China. Yeah. And saying that the numbers really don't matter anymore. Why even bother? You know, I'm thinking very specifically about Florida. I would really like to see what the numbers are in Florida currently. 
but you know, Well, I mean, you've had a couple of, you know, states governors come out and say that they're not tracking or reporting anymore, that there's no point to it. So who knows? So the equivalent of covering your eyes and ears and going la, 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 la. Yeah. Well, yes, but there's also another piece of it. There are some who have basically said, look, this is no longer an emergency situation. This is simply the way that it is. This is the new normal. And if it's the new normal, there's no reason to treat it like anything other than it's just going to be a seasonal bug that we'll just have to deal with every once in a while. And well, oh, well, so why bother trying to mitigate it? Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much what, you know, where it's gone. And the thing that concerns me about that is... You know, just when we started to, you know, relax our guard and, you know, they declared, oh, you don't need to mask it indoors anymore. Then, boom, here came Delta. And kicked everybody's ass. (laughs) And, you know, Tom Tom Peacock um, has identified some more clusters uh, so far that are in the UK and Australia. Just small clusters, but... You know, he was one of the early ones to, you know, call for the identification of, you know, this Omicron. Um, you know, has found some clusters that have characteristics of both Delta and Omicron together. And so right now he's monitoring it, but if it starts, you know, exploding again, then we're going to have something pop up that makes you just as sick as Delta did with the you know, increased infectiousness of Omicron, which is what we don't need. Like many things, that kind of attitude is, um, it's possible when everything's okay, but uh, when things get dire, uh, well, people start dying. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's not limited to only COVID. I mean, it's limited to any... Any pandemic. Yeah, any pandemic. Uh, even any trend. Yeah. It's just something, another common point in human behavior. And I also tend to compare the, um, you know, people in face of evidence. It's, it's really funny the 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 similarities between uh, creationists and uh, anti-vaxxers. I mean, they could be literally buried in evidence and they would still refuse to see it. And they do. And they most assuredly do. I pulled up World of Beater to try to see what kind of information I might be able to get. Admittedly, Worldometer is not necessarily something that can be trusted 100% by any stretch of the imagination, but it's a barometer to work off. They're trying. At least they try. Yeah. However, according to Worldometer and going by the United States, specifically broken down by state, with yesterday's data, which would be the 
best that we could come up with because that's what they've got. There are a number of pieces of data that are simply non-existent. However, for what is worth, the state with the highest new cases count, even though they are pushing back against actually giving information out, surprise, surprise, is Florida. According to this, over 7,000 new cases. Sorry, sorry, Texas. I was misreading things. I did not organize correctly. Um, Texas has over 7,000. Florida has over 5,000. Sorry, I had things misorganized on the screen for me. Because the populations... God, Texas has a population of 29 million. Florida has a population of 21 and a half million. And they are still really close if you ramp up the numbers. This is not pretty. You know, I would really like to go through this list and find out which states have you know, I was like to I would like to go by it and say progressive versus conservative, but that all wraps up into Democrat versus Republican to find out who has the highest number of cases, who is their um governor, and to kind of compare the numbers, but that's not exactly the best way of doing it right now, even going by barometer reading, but be this as it may. Uh, Stephanie is saying, uh, the worst UK cult is the Brexiteers. I certainly hope I said that right, because uh, that's the way that I'm going to say it, whether you like it or not. You cannot talk sense to them, even though they have the evidence every time they go to the supermarket. You could replace flat earthers with that one. Anti-vaxxers. Just the irrational. I just don't get it. There, there's so many different groups that fall into that category where they refuse just basic facts. But the, the scary part about that is, you know, the Brexit movement, you know, is also associated with some of the far right extremism here mm-hmm. and in other countries. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is coming out of Russia and China. I think that they have for years been pushing a lot of this disinfo out. And, you know, from some things that I've read over the last couple of weeks, you know, a lot of the money that's funding these movements are coming from those places. And this is, you know, an, an attempt to, you know, destroy Western democracies. And it's working. You don't I think. Brexit was part of that. You know, I was not exactly completely cognizant of what was going on. But as I recall, going through the 50s, which I wasn't around for, 60s, which I wasn't around for most of it, 
and the 70s and the 80s in particular, there was a lot of very direct involvement by the United States government and militias in other countries to push certain agendas. Yep. When all you need to do is to just twiddle the right buttons and knobs and dials and levers and switches and things just the right way and nudge things for a long term. I don't remember. And I'm, I'm hoping you guys can kind of help me out on this one. If memory serves, wasn't there something that, Oh God, was it Sun Tzu who had written something about being able to conquer your enemy without, uh, I'm, I'm highly paraphrasing right now, without firing a shot is the most supreme form of victory. I'm, I'm, I know for well, I'm very likely butchering the, the overall intent, but am, am I thinking of something about, right? About, wow. You are, I can't, you are corrected. It, it is Sun Tzu. But the overall the overall feet uh, feel of that thing that I'm half remembering sounds about right too. Yes, more or less. I'm not going to quote the exact words because uh, I don't speak. Let's <laughs> keep Mandarin or Cantonese. I don't know. <laughs> you don't speak ancient pe- whatever. Doesn't matter at that point. And that's that's utterly fair. But yeah, man. You know, I, I joke. I, I have joked on the Friday night show when when Dallin and Joey um, end up having a little bit more fun at my expense, because I, I, I actually do really enjoy when when that ends up happening, because it's it's funny to hear how those two actually kind of coordinate with each other without coordinating with each other. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I ha- I just have to point this out. Because it is an old form of ch- Chinese that would have been readable by both Mandarin and Cantonese speakers, I was right twice? What do you mean? Uh, John Green reference, never mind. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um I I have I have made the joke it's more fun when I'm picking on them rather than the other way around. Which is actually a stolen joke from from uh, from Jack Benny, believe it or not. <laughs> Me stealing a joke from Jack Benny? Satan, so. Uh but I'm 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 bringing that up because you know, all this twiddling with somebody else's government, it was a lot more fun when it was us twiddling with somebody else's government than the other way around. I'm being very tongue-in-cheek right about now because no governments should be doing that. 
perish the thought. Yeah. There's only a handful of times where somebody tried to twiddle with somebody else's government and do, like, attacks. That turned out to be a really, really bad idea. Um, Napoleon, you know, in the middle of winter, bad idea attacking. Um, everybody, uh, attacking in Afghanistan, bad idea. Um, Germany, uh, attacking in the winter, bad idea. It, it's almost like uh, attacking in the winter is a really bad idea. Well, it's still winter, so guys, that'd be really nice. Not that I think anybody in the Eastern Russia would be listening right now, now but uh, guys, would be really nice if you just cut that shit out. That'd be really nice and super. Thank you. Those of you that are wondering, um, what's what's going on? Um, yeah, there's there's stuff going on. You can you can check the contemporary news articles and see what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other piece. Yeah, but it is kind of related to Brexit and Canada and all of that. The same stuff is in play there. And yeah. if you, especially the people that were you know caught in Alberta mm -hmm. with the weapons and you know, body armor and all that crap. Uh, part of the stated goals of this whole freedom convoy was to topple the Canadian government. Yeah. That's pretty freaking scary as a stated goal. Yeah. There was a video of somebody in an apartment building uh, two or three floors up who went out onto its terrace and was screaming down at some of these guys in absolute letter Kenny Shorzy picking on you fashion. And for those of you that don't know, uh, I'll have to, I'll have to link the, I'll have to find and link the video and hopefully link a YouTube video to give you an idea as to what the whole, um, letter Kenny Shorzy thing is fair warning it is very much not safe for work to listen to. It's funny as hell. Don't get me wrong, but it's really not for younger ears, most assuredly. <laughs> but it was worth it. Um, I can't find it, but uh, the other video that was really funny was the the guy that was outside of the building banging on a pot with his spoon. Didn't see that. Oh my god, it was hysterical. He was out there with a really big pot and a big soup spoon banging on the pot towards the trucker people. And these people that were, you know, what the trucks are like, you know, can you not bang that so loud? Get out of my face. And he's like, what? And this woman's trying to take the pan away from him. And he's like, ma'am, I suggest that you get away from me before you get your hand smashed. And he just kept banging on his pot. And they did not like it. And then he walked up around the trucks and started banging on the pot. And just kept banging and banging. And it was really pissing them off. Weren't there, but it's like, turnabout's fair play, man. No, that's true. And I was just thinking, weren't the news reports of them using things like um, 
Barry Manilow songs to, to yeah stuff like that. That's hilarious. Smoke them out that way. But the but the pot the pan man I can't remember how I ran across that, but that was so hilarious. And they thought it was just so rude that he would do that to them. <laughs> And he was polite. I'm 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 trying really hard to to keep myself together because I'm trying to remember. It was Manuel Noriega. That's who it was. Late eighties, early nineties, Noriega was smoked out of. I think the best way of describing it smoked out of a, uh, a church that he hid himself into when uh, U.S. forces were going to try to um, apprehend him. And they surrounded the place, set up massive speaker systems, and I forget how long it was, but they played Van Halen's Panama over and over for hours upon hours upon days until he finally relented and they kicked his ass out. But the idea of using um, Barry Manilow to do kind of the similar idea, that's, uh, that's, that's actually really I like that. There's something to be said for that. That's, that's music warfare has, has been a thing. For a while now. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's it, why we've got uh, bagpipes. I mean. Well, they've even, you know, broken people by playing renditions of It's a Small World After All for hours and hours. <laughs> <laughs> it would work on me. Joe. Yes. You know that there is the stage production of The Lion King, right? Yes, I'm aware. You're aware that uh, there's a scene in there where Zazu starts to sing It's a Small World? Yep. Did you know over the last year or two or however long it's been, every once in a while the actor playing Zazu starts to sing instead Let It Go? In order to get the same kind of reaction of No, don't do that! Do I beat him now or later? I'm not talking about the actor. <laughs> not no, I'm not 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 in the, in the middle of this whole thing. Because me, I'm the kind of person where I'm just like do do I kill him now? Do I kill him later? How about I just break one claw now? Save the rest for later. That's good, right? You kill him. That's right. Can't kill him. Won't learn nothing. Mm. That's kind of the way that works. But. You know what? Let me let me let me use that as a jumping off point. Because if nothing else, this anti-vax cult that has come up 
over the last, well, all right. We know full well that the anti-vax push has been going on for too long because of that, that schmuck Wakefield. That's, that's the technical term for him now. I, I do believe that he should be branded with that somewhere, preferably across his lips so he can't talk anymore. However, this whole COVID vaccination thing, the pushback against that. You can't teach them nothing if they're dead. I wish, I wish that I didn't have to say this. I wish I couldn't say this. But even the people who have been close to death, there are. I'm right here, man. Due to C-19. They just don't want to believe. They have first-hand knowledge of what happens to the body when it happens. And they refuse to accept the reality. And their families, who they leave behind, refused to accept the realities. So even the ones that have not died, who have, who have had people die, that they know full well were on board with them, they refuse to believe. And there's not a goddamn thing we can do about it. Can't clock them up side, back side of the head with a clue by four because apparently there's something on the books about assault and battery. When it's just, you know, os osmosis learning, but nobody wants to accept that rule anymore. Please do not accept legal advice from a podcast. Please remember that. Most jurisdictions don't look really highly on that. And by most, I mean pretty much everywhere. So, you know, don't do that. How do we break down this barrier? Can we? Is it even something that's worth attempting? I can't believe that I just actually said that phrase. It hurts me to even think in those terms. You know, um, I've... I've said before, there are two Rogers that I never want to disappoint. Steve and Fred. The idea that I would even conceive of the idea, do we even bother trying to make contact with these people? I, I, don't, I, I can't even believe that that's a thought that I would ever entertain. And I really don't know what to do with that, with, with myself on this one, because I would never, otherwise never even conceive of the idea that people are just simply beyond. You know, it starts to make me wonder if I'm starting to feel a little bit more like Batman. 
I don't have to kill you. I just don't have to save you. You know? And I don't know that that's necessarily a good look on me or anybody else. I know, I know, dead air is not exactly uh, the greatest thing in the world, but, you know, trying to, trying to come to grips with the whole damn thing and trying to understand and trying to find a way through, I'll be honest with you, I really don't know. I really don't. And it, it bothers me. Because that means that I can't see a way through the roadblocks that are already in place. The people that just don't want to be bothered accepting the reality of what's going on around them because I don't think that they even want to be bothered. They've got that's their niche. I'm, I'm sorry. That's why, that's why I'm buying for the next generation. I mean, all we can do is set things up the best as possible for, for them. Yeah, there is that. Um, Beth, by the way, hi. I I totally just realized that you were over there. Hey, hon. Um, Edivax has been around and active since uh, the beginning, but yeah, fake felled. And um, you're right; it it kind of does depend on the uh, the platform. Um, and add Carl Sagan to the list. I'm not sure which list you're talking about, but uh, the. I'm 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 guessing as somebody that kind of wondered how do you get across and and pull these people into reality. God, he had some really good ideas. Yeah, I mean, if if anybody listening hasn't read A Demon Haunted World, I mean that is an amazing book, and it was so prescient. Who's the author? Carl Sagan. Sorry? That was, it was Carl Sagan, wasn't it? Yeah, Carl oh, Sagan. Carl Sagan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, Stephanie's right. You know, the problem with winning with the next generation is that their education is being dumbed down. That's part of the problem. Yeah. We. Yeah, and priced up. Yeah. Yeah. Becoming inaccessible. There, there, there's no. Even today, I still don't see how they can rationalize that. The, what's the price? The price of education is like a thousand times more than it was in the the 1970s. Possibly a hundred more. Sorry, but even 100%. so, it's it's simply not been kept up. It's always been whittled away and whittled away and whittled away and. Well, it's it's only a couple of dollars here. It's only a couple of dollars here. It's only a couple of dollars here. And suddenly, wow, look at that. It's it's families are being asked, could you could you bring in extra supplies to make sure that everybody's got cuz we can't afford to do that? It simply makes no sense. And um Beth is mentioning, you know, it that's completely intentional. Uh, sadly, that's yeah. And Stephanie- well, eventually, the the people who are 
doing all this shit, um, they're relying on the the lower and middle classes to to provide their income. But at the same time, they're killing it. Doesn't make much sense. No, it doesn't. Um, Bridget, would would you like to share that with the rest of the class as an example of how education has not gone well over the last few years? Uh, what I just copied and pasted from the Twitter sphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of these <clears throat> air quotes Canadians that are. Uh, you know, protesting, you know, for this freedom convoy and are being arrested are now yelling about, you know, they're violating my Miranda rights. And it's like Miranda rights do not apply up in Canada. That's a U.S. thing. So, no, you're not going to be read your Miranda rights when you're being arrested. But these same yahoos you know, we're also quoting, you know, the Bill of Rights and being corrected by law enforcement up in Canada going over, you know, going by the charter. You know, there is no Bill of Rights up here. It's the charter. <laughs> so and your guess, rights, charter rights are not being violated. <laughs> so people are still getting Fox News up in Canada. No, these are... Americans that have gone up there across the border and started trouble. Really? Okay. Yeah. That would be my first guess, because oh, an American going across borders and starting trouble, right? That that mm-hmm. would that would never happen. That would be wrong. I mean, not on our not on our own continent. I mean, you know, to, to, if if it takes an aircraft to to fly there, I mean, it's perfectly fine. I'm Cambodia. Uh, Korea, uh, Vietnam. And if you're up, up there, you know, trying to, you know, tell law enforcement what your rights are based on our laws, it's, yeah, you know, it's probably a good indication that you're not from there. Yep. Just that's, saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as, as a sideways example of that, by the way. Proving that you're not where you say that you're from. <laughs> Viet- Vietnam. Some people tried to jump the border. I, I say jump the border. I-, I don't actually mean, you know, getting across the border illegally. They they tried to cross the border from Buffalo into Canada. And because there were such a large number of them trying to get across, the Canadian officials asked them to recite the alphabet. And they waited for them to get to the very end of it all. And those that ended the reciting the alphabet with W, X, Y, Z were immediately turned away. (laughs) And were not explained after they were given some extra questions after that. It only came to light sometime afterwards that... Oh, that's right. They say Zed in Canada. Shit, I'm not getting back across the border for another five years minimum. Damn it. Yep. Busted. Yep. So it is entirely possible, and very likely, that a lot of these people are, um, 
Yeah. Americans, because they don't know what the hell they're doing. Right. Oh, wait, they're they're part of this um Canadian trucker thing spending thirty thousand dollars in two weeks for um a, a, a show of rolling coal. Yeah. Great. <laughs> and on top of that, they got kids with them, which means that they're missing out on schooling. Nice. Yep. On the bright side, um, at least the kids are staying warm. I give them that. So, you know, good on them for that. Mm, they're also get- always there have been a couple of kids that have had to be treated for frostbite. Well, I mean, it's not like frostbite's a real thing. I mean, people wear jackets all the time. They still get supposed frostbite and th- th- uh, it, it, would it- it'd still be fine. It'll work out. Yeah, I mean, wh- why does anybody need jackets anyway? It's just it's just big fashion trying to trying to sell you stuff you don't need. I'm making reference to really bad stuff, whatever. Um. Oh yeah, and and Beth is is quite right. Remember the Texas, uh, the Texas Republican platform. Oh no, I'm sorry, the Texas party platform I, I i forget i forget who it was but somebody some group in texas was uh was laying it out for the scholastic platform in uh 2012 that they would not need to be specifically teaching critical thinking skills that makes sense you'll keep using that word The other other piece of that too was getting nine one one calls from the U.S. <laughs> and some of them actually calling the wrong Ottawa. <laughs> Wait, pardon? Yeah, they were calling nine one one. You know to, I you know what is the word for it? you know, to SWAT people? Okay, yeah, and that's the word. Yeah, and a couple of yahoos from down here called the wrong Ottawa. Instead of calling Ottawa, Ontario, they called some city in Ottawa in the U.S. And I forgot what state it was in. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Serious, Shooten. No, I, I believe you. I believe you. It's annoying. <laughs> it's absolutely annoying. And and Beth is apologizing, typing with Stitch. Hun, A, the fact that you're still um very much not like Rush Limbaugh right now. If you if you miss the opening, you you'll understand that that's actually a good thing. Um, you know what? You're you're here. That's fine. Don't worry about it. It's all good. I'm just gonna chalk it up to Zoro running across your keyboard, and I'm just gonna go with that. All right. How's that? Um, this gets better, Shijin. 
Tamara Litch is one of the people who funded some of these protests. Oh, oh yeah. And her husband said he believed that protesting was one of his First Amendment rights. And so the judge wanted to know what First Amendment right. But it... Let me guess. This would be a Canadian judge. Yes. In a Canadian court. Yes. In Kanukistan. Yes. Was she um, interrogated, perhaps, by having a fleet of Canadian cobra chickens sicked on her? That'd have been. I'd really like to see the video of that. I'd really like to see video of that. I'm sorry. That just that just floors me. That's funny. I, I would like to see that video because I would like to watch her face. I would like to watch her eyes as they just get bigger and bigger and bigger. I would really hope that she had a she had a lawyer there that was just like shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah, I mean it just I mean we we look so bad to the rest of the world and it's stuff like this. You know, but we have that and we I'm using the royal we, you know, not us individually. Yeah, have that sense of entitlement wherever we go. You know, I'm American, so I'm special, and you should be making exceptions for me. Yep, we've been or something. We've been Karens on the world stage for a very long time, and now it's come home to roost. Yep. It's kind of embarrassing, but at the same time, I'm like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is going to be one of those nights where I'm I'm tapped. I really don't know what in the hell to 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 talk about with these people. It's annoying, it's disheartening. And there's so many different pieces there, there are so many different areas where it all layers the same, the same pattern, over and over and over with different different things. If it's not these these parents, it's these protesters. If it's not these protesters, it's some organization that's got money at its core. If it's not that, it's some group that's got an agenda for keeping themselves into the ability to make changes to policies. And it just keeps going and going and going. And like so many other different things, instead of just changing course a little at a time and a little bit at a time and a little bit at a time over a very long time frame where everything could be handled in a nice way, it's gotten to the point now where we got to make an incredibly 
hard 113 degree left hand turn in order to make sure that everything is working the way that it's supposed to now. And Lord knows that ain't happening. Sorry, am I a little bit upset about the whole damn thing? Yeah, yeah, I am. American exceptionalism at its best. On the nose. On the nose, Beth. Joseph, Joey, um, you guys have had the least amount of uh, stuff to say with this whole damn thing for tonight. I know uh, a good portion of that usually ends up being of just not specifically having much, but I don't have uh, I don't have very much of anything that I can uh, really add on to anything. And I'm I'm willing to see about uh, seeing what you guys have got before we uh, before we close up. Maybe just a little bit early, or even on time for a change. Honestly, hmm? you go ahead, Joseph. Oh, well, nothing to add, but um, I am working on probably my first blog post since a year now, where I try to lay out, uh, you know, everything I'm always do, referring to vaguely in the show. Um, you know, I've always been expounding uh, the merits of critical thought. But uh, there's something underneath there. Um, because for before for me it was critical thought or not. But uh, there's there's before we make the transition to critical thought, there's there's something that motivates that transition. So um, yeah, sorry for vague booking, but uh, um, it comes down to. Uh, Without taking too long, <laughs> but it comes down to a sense of uh, when we consider our place in society, it comes down to a sense of responsibility or, or not. Uh, do we make the decisions ourselves or do we let somebody else do it for us? And for me, that's the that's the real dividing line. And that explains a lot of um, Trump-esque, uh, Trump follower-esque uh, behavior, because these are people who do not make decisions for themselves, and they do not take responsibility for their own survival or for anything they do, for that matter. Starts to make me uh, remember how uh, in the uh, uh, Marvel movies, how Loki went ahead and said that uh, it, it's your natural state to be lorded over whatever the exact terminology was that he used. You know, well, maybe you can, was... see that, I mean, you can see that line all through history. Yeah. I mean, if. Uh... If the population, I mean, we're by no means the world's leading intellect or anything like that. But <laughs> I mean, um, you know, we're not we're not fronting the enlightenment. But I mean, if 
if more people thought and talked like us, then, well, I think uh, armies would have a lot less uh, members and, uh, yeah, we'd see a lot less, a lot less of this um, Trump-esque behavior. And we'll see what happens with that. Joe, anything? Uh, not really, but... Uh, of the myriad of, of concerns I have for the current situation, because some things were brought to light to me uh, earlier this morning. Um... And because of that, I actually sat down with NPR and the Bulletin and actually caught up on the large amount of news that I've missed out on in the last many, many months. Oh, boy. And... All I can really say, with any degree of certainty, is that y'all need to calm the hell down. Not you guys, but you guys. The royal you. Because, but I, I get it. I get it. You, you like having a cause. You like having something to fight for. Is the fight worth it when the uh, when the result isn't any better than losing the fight? What do you stand to gain, and what do you stand to risk? Just my friends, one hundred minutes to midnight. That's all I have to say. That's fair. Bridget, any anything for you? No, just wow, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe ignorance is, is bliss. But to have to catch up on all of that. Yeah, yeah. It's um, overwhelming if it's all at once. Yeah. Kinda. And you're just like, holy shit. <laughs> what happened? I step away for one year. And you look. People fuck it up. <laughs> this is why Joey doesn't have any more alcohol in the place because he used it all up listening to Goddamned. And now on NPR, we will speak with someone who has got wonderful things to say about Nina Totenberg's tote bags. Unfortunately, while that would have been at least somewhat amusing, <laughs> I went the dry route. Yeah. Okay. I would just say, I read it. Fair enough. Yeah, but, you know, if, if angry staffers, you know, intel is on point, which... You know, from, I mean, 
Tends to be. He usually does an AMA every Friday night, and you have to be very quick because he only sticks around for about an hour, you know, which is why he has Patreon chat sessions that I also go to. But he, you know, if he's reading the tea leaves correctly, which so far over the last three years he pretty much has, there's a bunch of FAFO that's getting ready to go down in. You know, it takes a long time. It seems like things are moving, you know, slowly and all that stuff. But he keeps saying, don't worry. Things are going. You just don't know. You don't hear it, but it's happening. And I can't tell you more than that, but just trust me. So it it seems like a lot of this that we have gone through for the last uh, four to five years. You know, there's about to be some consequences. And I'm going to have to invest in a lot of Chex Mix and popcorn. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. Um, so as far as like uh, who I need to tell the fuck off, I'm going to say like all of you people who are instigating stuff and making us look bad, just stop it up. We already look bad enough as it is. Just quit messing with the people up north. Our neighbors, I'm sorry. On behalf of, you know, the people down here, I'm so sorry. Yeah. On behalf of all of us who know better. But yeah, I'm 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 with you on that. You know, the only thing that I can I can close off with is We try, you know, we, we try, we're, we're not a lot of big voices. We're, we're not a big voice. We're, we're not really well known except for, you know, a handful of folks. And, you know, we are eminently grateful for, for those of you that do. I guess we can just keep trying to do the best that we can. There's not a hell of a lot more that we can really do. We're not policy makers. We're not policy changers. But I'd like to think that we're still, in our own little way, educators. We can't necessarily pawn it off on the next generations. Because it was pawned off on us. Oh, and then taken away. We can't afford that. We need to be stepping up where we can, how we can. It's not a lost cause. It's just damn difficult. Running a marathon, it's just damn difficult. We need to give, we need to just give it a, uh, give it a close at this point because, uh, I'm, I'm going to start devolving into, uh, a mood that I really don't want to be in because I was already in part of that earlier this week and that's just not a good place to be. So we'll call it here. Everybody, thank you very much for being with us as always. Hope that you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives and you've got something to think about for the week ahead. Over in the chat, um, Stephanie, Felis, Thank you guys. Beth, you know, just please, please stay safe, hon. You know, we think about you. We worry about you. We worry for you. And, you know, just keep us all in the loop. 
can't promise to be able to do everything if you give a call, but if you are in need, you know, we'll, we'll see what we can do for you if necessary. You know, we'll, we'll try. As always, guys, thank you. Joseph, you have a, uh, you have a good morning. I hope that your coffee is better than mine because right now mine is uh, empty. So uh, I hope that you have yourself a, a good rest of the weekend. Oh, well, you too, sir. And I still have a half thermos uh, waiting for me. So, Because of course you do. Perfectly fine. Well, but hey. You do what it takes. That's true. But do have a good, safe week, man. You take care of yourself. Yeah, you too, sir. Joey? Thank you. Glad you're able to make it. And um Yeah, I noticed. Walked into my kitchen to use the restroom a few minutes ago and ooh. We're, we're we're having some very sharp uh temperature drops. Okay. The 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 I have to go through my kitchen to get to my restroom. Well, okay? I, I was I was I was figuring that was going to be the case, but the word phrasing, I, I guess the term. <laughs> you take care of yourself, and and That's thank you, man. I'm glad you just the layout of my apartment. It's, it's okay, it's fine. It's fine. If I wanted to, I could do pretty much the same thing over here where I am. Actually, come uh, to think of it, I need to walk around the other way because I've got a couple of tomato plants that are screaming at me for water. Yeah, probably should take care of that. Yeah, I will. Stop uh, watering dead plants. They're not dead yet. They're only just mostly dead. But you take care of yourself, man. You have a good week. I will try. They seem to be ex-tomato plants. They, they um, sadly, they, they almost could be. I'm a Are little pining for the fjords. <laughs> they're salvaged from the summer when they're 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 little. Usually, tomato. you're supposed to get tomato puree from putting them in the blender, not as you're picking them off the vine. <laughs> okay. There's 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 a there's a mm, there's a there's a convoluted mafia joke in here that I'm not going to explain right now on the air. I'll, I'll explain it after we get off the air. Bridget, who else deserves a big old fuck you? I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? I'm, I'm terrified. Uh, I am trying to... Oh God, that's hard to pick. I am going to say... The three candidates who have announced their uh, run for the GOP nomination for attorney general in uh, Michigan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I kind of figured that one was coming. Because? Because they have openly come out in support of overturning Griswold versus Connecticut. Which was the law that allowed birth control use to be, you know, legal between married people. So, you know, all those people who thought, oh, we're just being pro-life and we need to, you know, ban abortions, you know, just because of pro-life. Oh, they're coming after your birth control, too. And they pretty much said so. So, fuck 
Thank you. It's a good one right there. You try to take care of yourself. You stay warm, huh? Oh, I will. I have space heaters for a reason. <laughs> and cats. And cats. And electric blankets. That works out well. Yeah. Everybody, thank you very much for your time. Of course, as always. If you'd like to leave a voicemail message and uh, keep the account up and running, we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a message over at 859-HCTV-554. And if you'd like to be in contact with us, all the contact information, as well as the download link for the audio version of the show, is available over at holycrapthevlogcast.com. We'll be looking forward to seeing you again next week. I said before, running a marathon constantly is tough. For any of you that still feel like you are, and I know I'm not the only one, we're going to keep being here for you. It's okay to feel lonely. Do not ever for a moment think you're alone. So till next time, as always, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well, my lady. I don't even know how many years later it is, and I don't care. I am still in love. <laughs> Matane Fujin, I love you. I miss you. Dream with me. Till the next time we get together, everyone. As always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.